You're listening to Watching Friends on the HyperX Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Watching Friends. This is season four, episode seven, the one where Chandler crosses the line. I'm Mark and you're so far past the line. The line is a dot to you. I'm Ryan and this podcast is tainted by your betrayal because you stole that line from <laughs> my opening. I mean, it's, it is an amazing classic line. I'm sure we've all used it daily. It is my favourite line in order, friends. I say Ooh. it all the time. Really? Yeah. Like really? any excuse I've got to use it. I say it. I mean, yeah, it is, a, it is a good line because it has so many uses. Like, pivot is, is a funny line or a funny word, but you can't really use it all that often. No, I don't get to, but if there's a the remote opportunity where it seems remotely relevant, I'll take it. And it's probably the most witty thing Joey ever says. <laughs> I guess it is, yes. <laughs> well, before we begin this episode, we've got some housekeeping to do. So I want to thank our patrons. So we have Jonathan, Paul and Deborah. So thank you very much for supporting us this month. Thank you indeed. Hope you're enjoying all your extra goodies from supporting us or, you know, just the just the feeling good from your selfless good deed <laughs> that you've done. Um, so we've also had a message on Twitter that I mentioned in the last podcast that we are going to, to read out. Uh, so JY messaged us talking about the novelty phones, specifically football phones, they were routinely given away with subscriptions to magazines, especially Sports Illustrated. That makes a lot of sense. And I'm guessing that goes back to our One with the Thumb episode, yeah. where she gets the football phone. Um, so, yeah, thank you very much for you know, finding that information. That, yeah, that's reminded me of in Wayne's World, where Gar finally gets his Sports Illustrated football phone. That's literally <laughs> the line. So, uh, nice nostalgic memory drag. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much for that. I like a bit of nostalgia. Uh, so yeah, otherwise, what else has been happening with you, Ryan? You did tease last episode that you uh, wanted to tell us uh, many tangents. So, um, you know, if you want to skip ahead 20, 30, 50 <laughs> minutes, <laughs> uh, hopefully you'll keep it fairly brief. Yeah, I just had a very, very busy, busy, what, like two weeks, I guess. I, uh, I went to Amsterdam for 10 days and uh, hung out with my partner for her birthday. Uh, that was lots of fun. Um, at one point, I went to the park on a sunny afternoon um well my partner's flatmate basically kicked me out of the house she got home and was like ryan it's too nice outside for you to be in the flat get outside and go for a walk i was like okay judy i guess i'll do that so i did um but then i went to a park in the middle of amsterdam and i bought a beer and i sat on a park bench watching the ducks drinking a beer at four o'clock on a friday afternoon and i made me chuckle. I was like in england i'd have a problem but in europe that's fine that's- yeah i was gonna say like first off outing someone for being high and then also Drinking beer out in public, like both of those in, in many places are seen as like big no no, so you cannot do that. No. But 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 you know, you've you've given the Amsterdam stereotype, you know. Yeah, no what I mean the other people were doing the same thing, no one bad an eye, which is very much I enjoy the ducks and the sunshine and that was that was nice. I mean Amsterdam's very casual. I, f- I think even like weed smoking over there, like yes, you have the the cafes in like the red light district and whatever. But I think just generally it's it's not the same as in the UK. It is just like, I just smoke weed. Whereas it's not a, I feel like in the UK, it's more a personality type. Yeah. Where you're like, I, I, I do drugs. This is, this is who I am. Whereas over there, it's just like, no, it's just casual. Not, not a big deal. Yeah. It's like the Dutch equivalent of us Brits having a cup of tea. Like yes. it's just, just standard. No, no one cares. It's not exciting. It just, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, and then I got back from the Netherlands, had a day to basically wash clothes before heading to London to watch the Lionesses be victorious over Brazil in the Felicimo Cup. I'm, uh, still, I'm still waiting to, to find out how this is friends related. It's not. Just, just <laughs> fill you in on what I've been doing in my life. Um, I, 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 we, we definitely need some more patrons so we can buy a, a, a tangent <laughs> jingle. Yeah. Um, well, mostly because this is why I was, you know, you alluded to last episode that I was making the notes last minute or the kid on the school bus yeah. doing his homework. This is why, because I spent the past two weeks doing this kind of stuff. Uh, then I went to a play and then I went to Star Wars Celebration, um, which I briefly mentioned last episode, which was fantastic. I cannot segue any of this into friends at all. Uh, I don't even think they even mentioned Star Wars once. Of course they do. You have a little gold bikini with Russ. And, I do, yes. And, yes, and you keep yes. trying to make that happen to my brain, and my brain is immune, <laughs> thankfully. Um, but no, Celebration was fantastic. I, uh, I've not been to Friends Fest. You mentioned last episode that you have been to Friends Fest and that you, know, you want 
to talk to me about it on our Patreon exclusive content. Yeah, I think we will do that in a future episode for for the patrons, just to uh, explain. Because I went to two different ones. I went to to one which was in the summer, which was really fun, and they did a Christmas version as well. And this, these are both in the UK. Now I realise in in the states they have many different versions because obviously they they tour it around the country and stuff. Okay, and they they change it up and you can be on multiple places at once even whereas over here there's there's basically um comedy central sponsor it or or put it on over here i don't know why i'm assuming they've got the rights to yeah they show, show friends, friends a lot yeah um but yeah so i wanted i wanted you know to tell you a bit about that and i'm sure like our listeners would like to find out what is friends Fest? what goes on there like is it worth even visiting so something that we will do in a future patron episode for sure I mean, celebrations are a very, very high bar. I said to some people, like, oh, they're like, oh, what are you doing this weekend, Ryan? I was like, oh, I'm at celebration. And they were like, what celebration? And I was like, the only celebration. The celebration. Like, the celebration. Star Wars celebration. Um, but that's, yeah, so I'm intrigued to see if Friends Fest could match the, I don't think match the hype of no, Star Wars celebration. You're going to be massively disappointed. I mean, you know, Friend, Friends is a great show, but it's not the Star Wars juggernaut that's still going right now, is it? With, with the, you know, the mouse behind it. Generating all that cash. That's fair. Yeah. So um, no, it's 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 more quaint and fun. I mean, maybe that means it's got a more dedicated and passionate fan base. It's less nerdy. Let's let's say that. Probably less toxic. There are some right idiotic Star Wars fans on the internet, <laughs> including you. I'm a good Star Wars fan. <laughs> well, uh, like the gold bikini. Let's get into this. <laughs> no, thanks for that metal <laughs> picture of you in a gold bikini. <laughs> I, I, that was not what I was implying at all, but yeah, let's let's, let's, let's move. On. You have to ruin it at the start of every episode, oh, don't you? Shivers. So yeah, this is uh, season four, episode seven, the one where Chana crosses the line. So we're we're getting it. This, um, I don't actually kind of think of this being this early on. I know, I know, we're we're pretty much getting close to to Chana and Monica getting together. But this really does feel like it should be be further down the line at this point. Yeah, I agree. I, know what you mean. Like, well, to be honest, I mean, my brain thinks that Chandler and Monica are much further than the line than they actually are. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we start off with Chandler in a robe entering the girls' bathroom. Oh, sorry, girls' apartment. That'd be, that'd be no, worse, wouldn't it? <laughs> that'd definitely cross on the line. Uh, yeah, it's just because I just think you don't really wander around your apartment in your robe. It's more the bathroom. Use that. Uh, yeah, he had just walked into the bathroom. This is why. Yep. Uh, and he saw Kathy naked. It was torture, apparently. I love how Ross is it's like, uh, if we have a good war, you're in a hell of a surprise. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. Uh, Chandler thinks uh, she knows that he's in love with her, but he also thinks she likes him too. And he also talks about, you know, not uh, wishing having to see her naked, because then at least he could imagine all the boils and stuff like that on her. And but that, she's smooth. Yeah. It's like, it's like she's so smooth. It's... <laughs> Yeah, uh, the boys definitely need to get a lock for that bathroom because uh, I think most of the gang have seen each other naked at this point in that bathroom. Yeah, I mean, Rachel's even seen Joey's dad naked. Yep, yep. yeah, de- definitely need a, a lock on that door. And that's where we get our first clip. I just walked in the bathroom and saw Kathy naked. It was like torture. <laughs> you know, if we ever go to war and you're captured, you're in for a big surprise. <laughs> It just keeps getting worse and worse, you know? I mean, it's bad enough that I'm in love with my roommate's girlfriend, which, by the way, I think she knows, because every time we're in the same room together, there's this weird, like, energy between us. And call me crazy, but I think she likes me too. And now I have seen her naked. I mean, at least when I'd seen her with clothes on, I could imagine that her body was, like, covered in boils or something. (laughs) But there are no boils. She's smooth. Smooth. Everyone totally see up his robe. Oh, yeah. oh my god! So yeah, turns out everyone can see up his robe. And again, everyone has seen everyone naked by this point, no doubt. Yeah, I mean, my friendship group wouldn't thankfully haven't. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I was going to say though, the gang seemed to like looking up people's robes and shorts, shorts and-, and all sorts, and never say anything. Yeah, keep your eyes up. Like, like you know, if your if your fly was undone and you was hanging out, I might casually say to you. You're flying low. I wouldn't just be, you know, I'm just going to let him uh, do that for the next half an hour. Wander around the streets. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy. <laughs> why, why are people looking at me so weird? Don't know, Ryan. Don't know. Uh, so, yeah, we then get our classic intro. And then we're at the coffee shop where Joey is picking up a girl's number. This is Casey. That sounds good for Chandler, right? It's disgraceful. 
Uh, except Joey is still dating Kathy. This is where it gets very confusing reading this because Casey and Kathy are very similar in spelling. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, but uh, he's still dating Kathy and he's having a late date with Casey too. Uh, Joey doesn't think it's a big deal. They're not exclusive. Uh, I mean, yeah, he's not wrong, is he? Uh, I mean, they've been dating for six weeks. So maybe he, you know... He should be on the same page as uh, Kathy at the very least. Because like, she might be like, oh, you know, this is going pretty well. This is kind of serious after six weeks of dating. And he's like, no, I'm just dating other people. And I'm not going to tell you about it. Yeah, I mean, it, it's Joey. So as, as harsh as this may be, I kind of feel like Joey deliberately have, might have avoided the exclusivity conversation so he can do what he wants yep. technically without doing anything wrong. Yep. But I, I kind of don't know the way he's not even going to tell her, like, oh, I'm seeing someone else next week or whatever. Yeah, like there's not being exclusive and then there's, you know, hiding things from people. Mm. So Chandler tries his best to convince Joey to ditch Kathy and go with Casey. I mean, that would work out as well. <laughs> it would do. Uh, we're back at Monica's and we get another Phoebe song. And this is where we find out about Ross's musical abilities and how he found his sound. And I love how serious Ross takes this. Little tiny Tarzan swinging on a nose hair, swinging with the greatest of ease. <laughs> <laughs> Darn it, I don't know how to get to the next verse. Oh, you can just go, uh, greatest of ease, ba-ma-na-ma-na-ma, and then go right into it. Yeah, ooh, I like that, yeah. Wait, how do you know about ba na ma na ma Uh, you know, I used to play. Oh, yeah, that's right, the keyboards, huh? Yeah, I mean, just a little in high school, but then I, I really got into it in college. I mean, that's that's when I really found my sound. So, yeah, he plays the keyboards. Not just the keyboard, the keyboards. I have questions. I want to know more about Phoebe's song. Why is Tiny Tarzan tiny? Like, yeah. is he just a small Tarzan? Has a big-sized Tarzan been shrunk? As, as we've always said, they needed to make a comedy album yep. with her songs. I, I really like the way that the Ross is like, Bana num num, like lots lots of song people do that. Where they're <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know how to rhyme this or carry it on. Like da 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 da. <laughs> just make some jazz <laughs> yeah. sounds. Well, so some songs are just that. In total, they like do 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 do, do, do and they just do that for the half like the song. That Hanson song that was like um bap, and all it was was like funny sounds. <laughs> that that was extremely popular at the time. I just remember it was just always yeah, on everywhere. Uh, so yeah, later that day, Ross has brought his keyboard over so we can hear his sound. Eventually, um, you know, he's pretty nervous and wants to explain how it's about communicating very private emotions that his work is wordless sound poems. You know, I, I love his keyboard music. That's deep. Love it. <laughs> Chaos of life. I know it's like listening to that. There's a person like coughing in there as well. <laughs> like just, just the sounds are so random. Because anyone who's ever touched like an electric keyboard with sound effects on it has done exactly what Ross does. You you put on the, the beat track and you just play random noises and make a tune out of it. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, like, what weird sounds can I make this make? Like when I was, I don't know, I must have been about 10 or something. I had I was given a Casio keyboard, quite nice one. And that's all I did with it. I never, like, learned how to play piano properly or keyboard properly. I would just push all the sound effect buttons and I'd like, be like, yeah, I'm just going to go ding dong, ding dong, ding. Like, you know, and you, I think part of it is about the timing of you pushing the buttons rather than what the sound is, is doing to try and make the music. Um, but, you know, so, you know, I think this is absolutely terrific. As do the gang. Well, actually only Phoebe. Just Phoebe's, yeah. Yeah. Everyone else just doesn't get it. At the boys, uh, Chandler is watching Baywatch by himself, although he does have the duck with him. Yeah, I do like how he tells the duck that his breasts are just as like, firm and juicy. It's just me believing. It's <laughs> yeah. just, just such a weird thing to say to the duck. Yeah, it sounds like you're about to eat it. Yeah. I, I love the way he's like, oh, you know, this is the, the floor is water, so you need to be in like a little bucket just filled with water. Yep. Like, I wonder, you know, the, the gang never ever talk about like the, the chicken and the duck, like, how it was with them. We've heard how Ross dealt with Marcel the monkey. But like, was it fun having the duck there? Like, was it easy to act with? I'd, I'd really love to know that. And now, 
I'm going to bring you something special, Ryan. I wrote, I wrote it on the board! <laughs> so yeah, Kathy comes over, and in the background we have another I put it on the board moment. Uh, it says, clean up duck feathers in hallway, then the word trigger. Now, either trigger has said something to them, or they are fearful he will see something. Because I can't tell, because like, did Trigger go in the apartment and write that, clean up duck feathers? Or did Joey or Chandler write that up and be like, Trigger has said we've got to do this? Or be warned, Trigger will notice the duck feathers and then we're going to be kicked out? It's interesting, because at this point, you know, you assume Joey and Trigger kind of have a bond. Maybe, yeah, because, uh, uh, you know, a few episodes ago, they talk about the chicken and the duck when they let slip and they're like oh you know Chandler is the duck and I'm the chick sort of thing so so clearly they don't want him to know and clearly clearly they're not allowed pets but that's before the ballroom dancing Trigger dances with girls him and Joey become buddies so I'm like maybe it's Trigger's like guys clean up the feathers because if someone else complains you'll get in trouble I assumed it was like him doing them a solid and being like guys if someone else complains there's nothing I can do yeah it's quite interesting we don't know how much he knows at this point I guess Um, how how many duck feathers are there? Like, ducks don't lose that many feathers. It's not, it's not like you've emptied out a pillowcase everywhere. I know, I've never owned a duck. <laughs> you've owned a duck. <laughs> what do you mean you've never owned a duck? Well, I, don't know, I don't know what like, the Everyone day... Everyone owns a duck. I don't know what the day-to-day care routine of a duck's like. You must have... You told us that you was at the duck pond drinking a beer. Yeah, I didn't count the amount of feathers they dropped. I mean, I don't think I saw them drop any. But... Well, it wasn't lots, was it? No. No. Uh, I, I really like the, the boards in the background on the, on the door, and we're definitely going to try and put every single one that's seen into this show. I keep my eyes peeled. Because some of them are really funny, and some of them are kind of interesting and weird. Um, but we're going to get another moment later on in this episode as well. Oh. So, yeah. Uh, Kathy decides to hang out with Chandler because she's just turned up uh, because she's going to wait for Joey because they're meant to be having their date. Oh, so you shouldn't double date on the same... Well, have two dates on the same day. Uh, but Joey is just called to say he's going to be late because Casey's car has broken down now. He's chatting to Chandler at this point and Chandler is doing him a solid by, you know, not letting on what he's been doing. Been on a date with Casey. Um, you know, so it looks like it's going to be just Chandler and Kathy for a while. Sounds nice. Which is, you know, awkward for Chandler, but fine. I don't know. Is it, is it, is it awkward or enjoyable? He gets to spend a bit of time alone with Kathy. Probably awkward because it's enjoyable. <laughs> well, yeah, we're definitely going to see that because they, they discuss their days and Chandler was meant to get a haircut, but it got cancelled. I love how he says that and Kathy's like, it looks great. <laughs> it's like, it got cancelled. <laughs> yeah. like, oh. I, mean, I mean, he should have taken that as a compliment. Like, her going, it looks great. It's like, oh, no, oh I don't need to cut it then. Uh, there is some clear flirting going on, but I think Chandler is enjoying it a lot more than Kathy. Um, especially because Kathy is cutting his hair. She did some dog grooming. Same. Would, 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 you, would, you, would you trust someone who was a dog groomer to cut your hair? I barely trust anyone to cut my hair. But I'd, That is true. It's very long. I'd probably let 1997 Paget Brewster cut my hair. So, yeah. Okay. You would definitely be putting charm on the faces and stuff as she uh, blew around your ears and stuff. Yeah. I do love that facial expression. Um, like, as she obviously blows the stray ha- the it, loose hair off his neck. And it's like, oh my God. It, it, it's like when you get into a bath that is way too hot, but you don't your feet back out it's that kind of like shock face i think she's just he's just very very yeah i guess he's enjoy. i don't think it's like because he's very clearly enjoying himself it's like oh my god like he can't take this anymore he's gonna you know explode i don't think he's getting into a hot bath i think he's getting hot well yeah yeah but <laughs> but at the same time you know i don't know how, how do you feel when you get your your hair washed and stuff and they're, they're massaging your scalp i feel like a lot of people like kind of enjoy that yeah, super relaxing like to the day and do it but yeah no just do it again condition yeah, yeah yeah no, no, no one does that for home for me and if i do it to myself it doesn't feel right no i just yeah i wash my hair and i'm like that's boring but then you know if someone else washes my hair it's like oh this is good yeah just spend all day down there right yep so yeah so he's he's definitely enjoying it and um then the moment happens where they kiss oh actually wait because the phone's making sounds yeah they get so close <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> saved by the the bell I don't know. Was he saved or was that ruined? I mean, they shouldn't be doing it, so it's definitely saved. Because uh, it's Joey. He's not going to be back for a while now because uh, he went to get transmission fluid and it turns out the transmission fell out on the freeway. I, I don't understand how you can lose a bit of your car like that. I don't know what a transmission is, but... Uh, engine? How does it fall out? Fell. Wouldn't take a lot. So, well, this is the thing, right? You're like, he's in Casey's car. I would be like, huh, your car just like spectacularly exploded all over the road it's probably not the best car 
No. It would, it would certainly put a, a, you know, a dampener on my date. Be like, hmm, do I want to date someone with a car that's going to break like that? I'd, I've never really considered it, but, you know, maybe if you're into your cars, maybe it would put you off. Uh, so, yeah. He hangs up and uh, Kathy leaves before things get awkward. Before she quickly returns, though, because she forgot her purse and to kiss Chandler, I'm guessing. It's very intense, isn't it? Like, it is. Yeah, the, like, you can cut the tension with a knife. I mean, I feel like Chandler kind of like pushes this a bit more because she, she does break away and is like, no, no, I literally did come back for my purse. And he's like, no, like kissing, more kissing. <laughs> Don't worry about purses. Well, it's when she goes outside and he's like, are you still there? That's later on. Yeah. yeah. Just, ugh, so good. Uh, but yeah, this is, uh, this is bad. The situation, not the kiss. Because neurotic Chandler comes out. Um, but he also doesn't want to hurt Joey. Like the way he's, he goes on about, you know, we need to, to not do this and we must forget about it and bury our feelings really deep and, you know, like it's too much. It's happened. Yeah, I mean, well, like, like Chandler said, like, you know, bury the feelings and be unhappy, happy forever. And it's kind of <laughs> like, it's a very intense way to describe it to Kathy. Yes. Obviously, like Kathy is attracted to Chandler, but you don't, you, you don't, we, don't, well, we don't see, we haven't had two episodes of seeing Kathy talk to her mates about how much she's into Chandler, so it's hard to gauge how into Chandler Kathy, uh, yeah, Kathy is. <laughs> Not Casey. Yeah, Casey. Um, but I, I very much get the sense that it's, it's basically mutual. Like, yes, Chandler's an erotic mess and he's very, very in love with Kathy, but I do get the sense that Kathy's very much in, you know, very similar level of feeling to Chandler. Well, I was going to ask, like, have you ever had, like, a moment like this? Because... You know, the, the way Chandler was like, oh, we kissed. Oh, no, that's so bad. We need to, to bury our feelings deep and be sad forever. I kind of feel like it's, it's too far because he should have been like, mm, we kissed and yeah, it's bad, but I kind of like the kissing. Um, no, I've got close to being kissed when I've been like in a relationship. And then there's that. It, I don't know how to describe it. It's one of those like weird human things where you both know that it's, Go about to happen. It's, it's it's like the moment in here where they look at each other and they don't they don't have to say can I kiss you or anything. There's just like it's not even a look, is it? It's just like a pause where you're like, yeah, they want to kiss. Yeah, like this 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 should happen now. And then I've had to be like my brain's been like, you got a girlfriend? I'm like, yeah, no, cool, that's not happening. And I've managed to like stop it before before anything happened. How how did you stop it? Did you just turn away? Did you have a phone call? Was so Joey there? Literally just went nope. <laughs> like, no, got a girlfriend, that's weird. And I just, yeah, that was it. And then we were like, yep, yeah, cool, that was just a, a momentary thing. The end. Uh, so, yeah. Kathy, um, you know, clearly needs someone more intellectual in her life, as I said in the, the previous episode. And I think, like, Chandler is that, like, you know, for, for all Chandler's faults and the way he's seen as, like, the, you know, the, the least attractive out of all the guys, like, he, he is probably, like, the, the most eligible because, you know, he's successful, he has some money, he's an attractive guy, he's funny, he, you can talk to him. It's not like Ross, not going to have, you know, Red Ross coming out. I think one thing that I guess the writers do really well and really subtly throughout every interaction Kathy and Chandler have leading up to this point is Chandler's comedy game is on point. Yeah. He's hilarious and really funny all the way through, and then they do a really good job of, like, having Kathy respond to that positively because obviously everyone likes people who are funny yeah. but it's it's kind of like maybe that's why i guess I, we, we like the underdog show here one thing that i think that the kind of the show and the writers have done really really well for this kind of chandler and kathy arc is every time chandler and kathy interact chandler's comedy game is like top draw he's on point he's hilarious everything is funny and then kathy responds really well to it and obviously people people like personality like yes looks count like you and you, you fancy someone, and, you fancy and, them. And you also don't want someone who's like, joke, joke, joke all the time. <laughs> yeah, but Chandler's very witty and funny around Kathy, and obviously that kind of adds for a lot. Yeah. But I think that's played really well. And I think it's part of why I kind of, you know, like we always ship Phoebe and David. Um, and I'm, I've, I guess I would now ship Kathy and Chandler um, because they just work to me in a way that Monica and Chandler don't to me. Again, people are screaming at me in the comments, but like, if I was going to watch how they begin and how this begins, definitely go down the, the Kathy and Chandler path. Yeah, because we don't ever see, like, Kathy and Joey really together. Like, what do they do? Yeah, you kind of get the sense that Kathy yeah. and Chandler, Kathy and Joey rather fancy each other. Yeah, because, uh, you know, we've, we've been out with Chandler and, and those two when they went to a bar and stuff. So, yeah, they've, they've gone out drinking stuff. But we never see them, like, sitting and chatting or doing something together. So, yeah, they're, they're clearly attracted to each other, but then... 
what else do they do apart from go to Joey's bedroom and probably eat sandwiches? Yeah, it comes across like a very casual, physical thing, whereas the connection that Kathy and Chandler have already, just from their few interactions, seems like it could actually be something, you know, fulfilling and important. Yeah, definitely. Because, um, you know, the, the thing is, Joey and Kathy are not exclusive, as we already found out from earlier in the episode. Yeah, Joey told us, yeah. Uh, Joey is literally at this moment in time off seeing someone else. Who knows what he's getting up to there. So surely Kathy just breaks it off with Joey and as awkward as it may be, he can start seeing Chandler and Joey has to deal with it, right? Uh, I guess, in theory. I mean, I guess we'll get into it later on, you know, the minutiae of that. Um, but yeah, be- you know, before anything really happens, yeah, she right. should break it off with Joey. And, and certainly that happens with... Um, Joey and like Rachel later on mm-hmm. and and you know who he's dated and who's dating who and whatever and you know we should break it off first before we get together yeah I mean it's, I guess it's the dynamic between Rachel Joey and Ross and I mean who really cares about Charlie but <laughs> <laughs> the dynamic, I like Charlie I like the actress the character I'm not a big fan of um but yeah, the dynamic between like Ross and Rachel or Ross and Rachel, you know, like Kathy and Joey are just Kathy and Joey. Yeah. The, the stakes aren't anywhere near as high. Well, Kathy leaves again, except she's actually waiting outside the door and comes back in for more kissing. I, I, I did like the way that Chana, like, you know, he's frustrated and upset and he just leans against the door and bangs it. And somehow he knows she's there. Lips and like, 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 <laughs> like, because surely if the door's shut, it's just going to stop anyway. So I don't know how he knows that maybe he hears her or he can feel that the door didn't move as much as it should. But like, yeah, so she's just there waiting. Um, And yeah, and then it kind of fades away and we don't know what happens after that. And then we end up at Central Park and Ross is up on stage with a brand new song. Electrifying <laughs> Infinite time. You know, there's a Starbucks about three blocks down. He's so inspired. Look at him. Look at him go. So I, I really love the microphone that Ross has on and how he's adding like reverb to his voice to create his sound. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's unique. I'll give it that. <laughs> unique. It's unique. <laughs> yeah, I, I take it you're not a fan of this. Uh, no, it's just noise. Oh, no, I think it's brilliant. Just all the sound effects. The, when he's like earlier in the episode, he's like, I need to run out and get my helicopter sounds. I just want to imagine how he's going to use helicopter sounds in a song. I'd I'd like to hear more of Ross talk about his sound. Yeah. Like I, I think that would be really funny. Like Ross trying to explain his his artistic integrity with his you know MIDI files and his SD card sounds that he's got on his little keyboard. Yeah, it's definitely not music. You can't dance to this, but I can definitely see that he's telling a story through it all. Like you know, he's got the clock effect going and he's talking about time and it's all reverbing. Like I think in his mind, it's a bit like. Um, you know the War of the World soundtrack where it's like, oh, if you listen to like Venus and Mars and stuff like that, there's different songs going on, which is totally different to the film The War of the Worlds. Yeah, I, I think that Ross is trying to do an oil painting, but he's only got crowns. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's in Ross's mind. Yeah, he's going for this, you know, amazing 2001 Space Odyssey, Stanley Kubrick style, you know, deep, meaningful, transcendent experience, but he just doesn't have the talent you're saying he that. needs a computer with like proper software and i think he needs talent yeah <laughs> I, think I, I guess yeah he his sound effects are the equivalent of clip art right yeah like it's just all these files are on a soundboard already and he's just like cobbling them together like there's no creation going on there it's just amalgamation and then phoebes is on stage after ross but she can't follow ross he was amazing um even if the place has emptied because of him you know i i think i'd enjoy listening to him even if i thought it was terrible yeah, I think I'd probably enjoy it more if I thought it was terrible. Like, yes. Because I'd be like, oh my God, this is dreadful. We've got to watch the whole thing. Yes. I mean, you know. Like, certainly I've, I've been in bars where they have like singers or, or bands on and that. And I'm like, this doesn't fit this like mood or the bar or whatever. But it's like entertaining watching it be absolutely terrible. And I feel sorry for them. 
Yeah, I, I feel like I'm more likely to sit through a Ross set than a Phoebe set. Yeah, like like Phoebe's songs, unfortunately, are just bad generally. It's, Whereas Ross is like, it's so bad, it's good. Like, this Phoebe's guitar playing is very odd in Friends in the fact that I know Lisa Kudrow like refused to learn more than the like minimum amount of chords she could yeah. because she's like Phoebe wouldn't bother learning all the chords. Um, I like the way actors can do that. My my character would never do that. No, no I don't need to learn eight chords. <laughs> no. I'm fine with my character only four. eats chocolate and the my, most finest of foods. Yeah. Um, but Phoebe's songs are fun. Like when she's practicing the song in Monica, she plays all the chords properly for the most part. So it sounds like quite a fun song about Tiny Tarzan since everyone knows her. But sometimes when she's in Central Park and she's hitting bum notes and open strings that she shouldn't be, it's horrible to my ears. I don't know if it's because I play... I, yeah, I've never really thought about that. Like, I don't play guitar well, but I play guitar occasionally and used to a lot in the past. And hearing someone play an instrument badly is horrible to my ears. I'm like, no, it's like when you learn somebody, hear someone learn to play a violin. It's the worst sound in the universe. Or when someone can't sing and you're not at karaoke drunk at two in the morning. Is it like Guitar Hero where, you know, the song's playing and all you hear is... (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah, I've never... Most of the time when she's playing, she generally just, like, pulls, like, one string down and then she does, like, a whole whole verse. And it's like... you wasn't playing then. You basically just made a noise and then said a load of words for a while and then you made another noise. Like, there's no tune going on there. Yeah, that, that would, like, torture my ears, even if Phoebe's lyrics are great. Um, but Ross can't play his instrument badly because he's just pressing buttons. Yeah. So I feel like I'd be able to sit for a Ross set even if I thought it was dreadful because it's not offensive to my ears. Uh, so, Mark, have you uploaded the latest episode to Patreon? Yes, I have. Uh, it's a new episode of Joey. Oh, nice. And if you want to enjoy Joey with us, join us on patreon.com forward slash watching friends, where you get lots of exclusive content. So, yeah, we're going through all the episodes of Joey. We are. Uh, we also have episodes where we cover, you know, what friends should have ended up with what other friends. Uh, we even do lists. We talk about special actors and all sorts of things. So get extra bonus content if you want to hear some more stuff, especially more tangents from Ryan. Yeah, the recoupling episode, I think, so far is my favourite Patreon exclusive. Yep, and you can, as you say, Ryan, join us at patreon.com forward slash watching friends. And it's for, you know, less than the, the price of a cup of coffee now, or eggs. Yeah, so please help us bring the show to you. It's the next morning and Joey comes home, but the latch is on the door and he can't believe he locked himself out again. <laughs> I think it's funny. It makes me laugh a lot. But we talk about the dumbening of Joey a fair bit. And like, like, how does he think he's done this? <laughs> yes. I just feel like it's like, oh, damn, I don't remember putting the chain on and then somehow squeezing through the door. Yeah, locking myself out again. Uh, now, did Chandler put on the chain because, you know, safety at night or because he didn't want to be caught by Joey? I think he put the chain on so he could intercept Joey so he could have the conversation as soon as possible. Oh, you think so? Yeah, I think it was like, if Joey can't get in this with This is like a, like a bell going off. Yeah, like if Joey can't get in with Amulet, because if Chandler's chilling or asleep or in the shower or whatever, and then Joey comes in, gets changed and goes straight back out, then Chandler's got to wait even longer to unburden himself. Um, so I think he did it on purpose so we could force the conversation to happen as quickly as possible. See, I, I, I kind of wonder how long Kathy stayed that night, because we don't know. Oh, you think you think that, that she stayed a little bit longer for some extra smooching? Yes, that's what I'm thinking. You know, she's not just going to kiss him after coming back in again and be like, oh, but guess I better go now again. Like, she's probably going to stay for a little bit and they might talk and stay up and, you know, do the that relationship thing that, you know, the, the other gang have talked about where you learn all about them in that wonderful night. I mean, if they did do that, I'm not going to lie, like, kind of respected Chandler and Kathy because they've obviously got this, like, you know, forbidden passion at the minute they can't enact. And if they've managed to spend a considerable amount of time together after kissing a few times and not take it any further, that, that's some willpower. Well, we've also got another one. I wrote, I wrote it on the board! So, yeah, it's a new day, so new board. What does it say now, Mark? It says, I love you, man, with a little Chandler face, I think it is. I can't really make out if it's Chandler or Joey face, but there's, there's definitely a little face there. Well, Chandler's got some guilt coming onto the, the board. Uh, yeah, I'm just like, ouch. You know, like, you can't just, like, kiss your, your best mate's girlfriend and uh, then be like, oh, I love you, man, you're amazing, you're great. But uh, I guess we're going to get into that because the, the boys' apartment has had a makeover. Yeah, we've got a new TV unit, which is quite nice, even if it does look a bit like a wardrobe. And have weird electronic doors. I was about to get to that. Uh, we've got new chairs, lazy boy recliners, a sofa, a weird bar stools, the works. Like, the bar stools are really weird looking. 
Mm. Almost like like top three racers or something like that. Yeah, I got that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Chandler did all this so he could do something amazing for his friend before pushing a button on the TV remote that makes the doors on TV unit open like magic. Um, I really love the Tasmanian Devil Head cookie jar that's on the kitchen. I didn't notice that. Yeah, there's yeah. little 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 Taz Taz head, which is you know for me peak '90s merch right there. It is. Like I definitely remember going into the Warner Brothers store, and they would have stuff like that, just you know Looney Tunes style mouse pads and cookie jars and uh, stationery, just like not anything absolutely amazing, just kind of like very generic. But for the '90s, like very cool. Yeah, I do love me some Looney Tunes. To be fair, did you ever go to the Warner Brothers store? I did. I had a tantrum. Oh, did you? Because I. <laughs> Couldn't be bought a Wiley Coyote plush. I mean, you were 16 at the time. Yeah, I just wanted one and I couldn't have one, and I remember stalking. Um, but yeah, you know, it didn't exist for very long, did it? In, in I feel like it, it existed for quite a few years. Like in, it was definitely in the 90s for a while, but it was it was one of those stores that was really popular when it first opened, and then you never went back in again. Well, I mean, I don't know how often the stock changed, but I kind of like, yeah, you've you've gone around once, you kind of gone around a lot. I definitely remember two. I have two vivid memories there. One, they had these little screens and paint pots in front of it with different colours on, and you could use the paint pots to like do little drawings on the screen and paint things in. And at the time, I was like oh, that's really futuristic and cool and interactive. And like that was the point. It's like oh, you can come here and like you know colour in a Looney Tune or whatever. Like something for the kids to do while the parents shop. Yeah. Uh, they also had a Tazos tournament there. Oh, Tazos! Now, now Tazos, for those that don't know, are basically pogs, but they could interconnect. They had like little cutouts, mm-hmm. which made them different, I guess. But basically, the same as a pog. So a plastic card with you know a cool picture on one side and some stuff on the back, and you'd have slammers. Slammer and they were really cool. And Tazos for us, you couldn't buy them. You had to get them out of crisp packets, didn't you? Mm-hmm. And so they'll be in, I think, Walker's crisps. I think they, they basically must have like Looney Tune crisps or whatever. And like every time you'd open a packet up, there would be a, a, a different Tazo in there. And there was like 50 or something to collect. And I remember going in there one day and they was having a Tazo tournament for free. And it was just like you and a bunch of other kids. And if you played against someone and you won, you got a Tazo binder to store your Tazos in. Oh, that's very cool. And I remember doing it and I just hit the slammer as hard as possible because there is a skill to Pogs. I don't know what that skill is. I just hit it as much as possible to flip because <laughs> the idea in Pogs was you flip it over and whatever one's landed like face down or something, you got to keep. Oh, okay. And I remember at school, very quickly Pogs were banned because basically kids would play for keeps. Yep, I remember having many, many a tussle yep. over, over Pogs. And you'd be like, no, we play for keeps. I get to keep like your £20 worth of Pogs there because I turned loads over, <laughs> you know, as a, as a small child. Well, um, you always knew that you were going to get in trouble as well when you went home and had lost half your yes. Pog collection to someone in the playground who you'd convinced would cheat you somehow. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I remember I, I did it and I won. So I won the, the binder and the other kid there cried. And I remember the staff member just be like, oh, he gets a binder too because I do not know how to deal with children. Who thought, <laughs> who thought about this? Why are we doing this? It's the worst idea ever. Uh, um, and I still have that binder at home and it's filled with every single Tazo. I am never jealous and have, while you were telling that story, ventured onto eBay to have a look. Um, and there's a set of 83 Tazos here for £14.20. Yeah, they're not expensive. I, I looked a few years ago, I was like, how much is my collection of Tazos worth? Uh, nothing is, is the answer. I kind of want them. They, they're, they're cool though, yeah. <laughs> well, they're so bright and vibrant. I'm like, I'm like oh wait, do I, do I buy Tazos? I'm 36 years old. Am I really going to sit here and buy some Tazos? Well, that, that's the thing with like Pogs as well, like... Pogs had really cool artwork for the time and still do. And Tazos had really cool artwork. So the artwork is, is cool enough as it is. I like the way you could connect them to make different shapes and, and build out of them as well. The slammers were really cool. Like I remember going to the marketplaces and you'd get like knockoff slammers that people had made themselves. And like you could come up with some really cool designs. The Tazo slammer is really cool. It's like, it's like gray plastic legs coming off of a Tazo sort of thing. It's really cool. It's like sort of translucent. Um, there's an entire complete Tazo album here, Mark, for 19.99. Yeah, I kind of want it. <laughs> and it's bought. Kaching. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I. This is what I love looking at the the friend sets. Like you, you can see like different changes every year. You know, like when they get a PlayStation, uh, when the like the furniture changes and stuff like that. You can see like a a change from like the early 90s kind of mood into like the the more I don't know. Like the early 2000s was kind of like. 
I want to say rock and roll or even hip at this point, but definitely like very cool and very like jazzy and lots of like colors going on and weirdness. Yeah. Um, I definitely, it definitely makes me want to talk about in future um, Chandler and Rachel doing a Windows 95 uh, instructional DVD. Yes. Yeah, I think we definitely need to talk about that. So, yeah, the the 90s merch uh, is very good in there. AOL discs everywhere. Yes, that too. <laughs> uh, but Joey is going to take Chandler's advice and choose one woman. It's Casey, not Kathy. What about Casey, though? Yeah, Casey sounds great. Yeah. No, Kathy. Casey. Kathy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I love the way he's, he's like, you know what? Someone's into Casey. Maybe I should... Set you two up. It's like, oh, is it that easy? Because I don't think Casey's going to be into a Chandler. Like, you need to get to know Chandler. Yeah, fair. We're back at Central Perk, and uh, Phoebes is gushing over Ross. But Monica has told Ross that Phoebes doesn't want to play anymore because he's just so talented. It's true. I mean, he, he just eclipses Phoebe. And, and, you know, this upsets Ross. He wants Phoebe to continue playing, even if it means he has to stop playing. And I think that's kind of like nice of Ross. Is this a selfless act? No, I think it's like he enjoys he doesn't he enjoys Phoebe playing, but also he doesn't want to like cause upset to his friend. Fair. So I don't think it's a selfless act. Like so, you know, he would rather stop playing to not upset his friend. I think that's a really nice thing. That is cute. Next day, back at Central Perk, I, I assume I don't even know. I, I think it's the same day. It might be the next day. Who knows? Time has passed, but we don't know because. How much. Because obviously we get the betrayal coming up shortly. So I feel like that's got to happen the same day. Yeah, I don't imagine so. Um, next. So, so yeah, we're at Central Perk and everyone must know what happened with all the new furniture. I know, so maybe it's the next day. Because we do have, we, we break away from Chandler ambushing Joey. Yeah, true. I, I hate this. I wish, they need to be more clear with the days. What's going it's on? like 24. Where <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. Every time it changes. Or just, have a, a, just have a nighttime scene or a wake up scene or something. Uh, so yeah, every you know everyone must know what happened because all the new furniture somehow everyone's already seen it. I mean they they do live opposite, I guess, but you know. Uh, but surprisingly, they don't actually know what's happened because Chana has to spill the beans. He kissed Kathy, and now Chana is trying to weasel out of this. And Ross makes things just a little bit worse with his advice, telling Chana if he just told Joey how he felt that Joey would have moved aside. And I wonder if he would have. Like Joey is a great friend. But that's pushing friendships to the extreme. Um, I think I don't know, it, it's a it's weirdly phrased because the idea that like Kathy is just there to be given up and like yeah. traded around is weird. But I don't think the show means it that way. I think it just means you no. know, Joey would have just gone, okay, well you're my friend and I love you, and if you've got legitimate feelings for this girl, I'll and I don't, I'll step back. If Joey did have legitimate feelings for Kathy. Yes different board I, game entirely. I, I think that's my issue like if i if i went up to you and was like oh you know i really fancy your your current bar- partner or girlfriend or whoever you're seeing right now you're not gonna be like oh well i don't want to see them anymore you can have them like it's, yeah, but, it, oh. it, like joey is clearly into kathy a little bit even if he's not exclusive whatever like he clearly likes it i don't think he would give her up that easily i, I think it would be I think I guess one of those things where if someone came up to you and said, oh, I'm, I'm in love with your partner. I don't know how I'd deal with that first off. You'd be like, oh, okay, thanks for telling me. Has anything happened? Um, and then you'd, I'd probably chat to my partner about it and he'd be like, just so you know, um, Mark you, told me that... You might, you might want to stay away from them for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, Mark said this. And then they'd be like, oh, okay. And I'd be like, anything there I need to know about? And then I think you just, you just discuss it, essentially. Yes. But yeah, I, I don't necessarily think Joey would just move aside just because Chandler likes his girlfriend. I don't, don't think he would, even if he's a good friend. I think if he was like, oh, look, you know, me and Casey isn't working out, happy to introduce you. Yeah, and well, he, I mean, he does offer to set him up with Casey. Yeah. So Chandler's, Chandler Joe is like, yeah, but again, he has picked Kathy, I guess. So I don't know. I think, I think Joey would have handled everything better if he had, if, you know, he had come up to him and said, which we, you know, we find out later. But Yeah, we're going we're gonna to get into that, I guess. Um, because... Chandler has to tell Joey, but not before Ross writes a song about this. I love how Rachel's like, you've got to tell him. And Chandler's like, why? He's like, because you do. And Chandler just goes, yeah. yeah I know. Like, There's no real explanation needed. You just have to tell your friend what happened. Because I really like that Ross wants to write a song about this. Like, I want to hear it. Yeah. It's where he does this, where like, he gently leans over and like touches Chandler. Like, 
you'll ask for permission, like, can I write a song about <laughs> yeah. this? And it's like, yes, I'm sure you can use one of your seven sample sounds to Helicopter to tell sounds, story. yes. <laughs> there, there would definitely be screams or whatever going on, right? Yeah. Um, but, you know, it won't be better than uh, Phoebe's song about the, the cheating going on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> such a good song. And then we call her Smooly. Smooly. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Chandler heads upstairs to find Joey in the apartment and comes clean. Listen, uh, Joe, I, I, need to, I need to talk to you about something. What's up? It's, it's about Kathy. Oh, uh, I like her. I like her a lot, actually. You do? Yeah. Well, your timing couldn't be better. She's not my girlfriend anymore. What? Yeah, she broke up with me. Oh, uh, when? Just now, after acting class. At first, I thought she was doing some kind of scene. That's why I let people watch. <laughs> oh, man, I am so sorry. Are you, are, are you okay? I've been better, but I'm all right. So you like her, huh? Yes, but I, I, I don't have to. No, 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 no. It's, uh, it's okay. Yeah? Yeah. You know why? Because you came to me first. Well, I thought that would be the best thing to do. <laughs> but hey, listen, just so you know, you might have your work cut out for you, because when I talked to her, I kind of got the feeling she's into some other guy, so... See, uh, that's, that's actually what I wanted to talk to you about. I, th I think I know who the other guy is. Who? Oh. It's me. I'm the other guy. What? Yeah, I mean, when you were late last night, Kathy and I got to talking, and one thing led to another, and... And what? Did you sleep with her? No, 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 I just kissed her. What? That's even worse. <laughs> How is that worse? I don't know, but it's the same. Look, I'm sorry, but there's nothing I could do. I think I'm in love with her. Who cares? You went behind my back? I would never do that to you. You're right. I have no excuses. I was totally over the line. Over the line? You, you, you're, you're so far past the line that you can't even see the line. The line is a dot to you. <laughs> yes. Yes, right. And I feel horrible. You have to believe me. Oh, my God. Is that why you bought all this stuff? Well, you know what? I will not watch your TV. I will not listen to your stereo. And there's a cinnamon raisin loaf in the new bread maker that I'm not going to eat. You know why? Probably because... Because it's all tainted with your betrayal. So, before we get into it, uh, as I said at the start, you know, the line is a dot to you. That line is... My joke. My joke. Hit again. No, no, we don't do that. <laughs> we just do it once now, if we share the joke. Um, yeah. Like, that is a absolutely classic line, as yep. we said earlier. If everyone uses it in their day-to-day -day life. Especially, can, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, even even stupid things. Like, if you, like, ate a chocolate bar that was, like, sitting there, just be like, you, you crossed the line yeah, there. The line's <laughs> the line, yeah, line's a dot to you. Um, yeah. What, what are your thoughts, Ryan? Well, I mean, if you listen to everything Joey said, it isn't about Kathy. It's about the betrayal of the friendship. So, what we're talking about, would Joey just step aside for Chandler today, Kathy, based on his reaction to this news, I'm going to say, yeah, he would have. Um, so I think Ross was right. But everything that Joey said is kind of spot on. It, it is a betrayal. Yeah. So, so I titled that clip Betrayal. And just like that word, I'm like, oh, that actually like makes it harsher. It, it, uh, it's accurate, though. Because, you know, I, I, I put in the notes, like, his timing couldn't be better because Kathy's just broken up with Joey. And I'm like, great timing, right? It doesn't he doesn't have to say a word now because they're broken up. And, you know, Joey honestly seems a little upset, but kind of, like, okay about it. Like, he, he quivers a little bit. He, he's not like, oh, you know, we broke up the end, I'm moving on. He's like, yeah, she broke up with me. And, you know, he seems kind of sad about that. He does. Like, he's like, oh, you know, that was, she was nice. And, you know, she's, she's into someone else, I guess. So, the end. Um, it's, it's super awkward because part of it is like, well, Kathy's obviously broken up with Joey because of what happened with Chandler. Mm. But Kathy hasn't told Joey what happened with Chandler because she kind of should because she's betrayed 
Joey as well, but then her betrayal is so much smaller on the scale compared to Chandler's betrayal that it's not really her place to tell Joey. Yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of like when someone cheats on someone, there's there's going to be, you know, someone else involved, and it's like, well, they could do it guilt free because it's not their relationship. They were just, you know, hooking up with the person in their mind, even if they knew they had a partner. You could argue, well, it's not their concern. It's the person who has the partner that should, shouldn't have done the cheating, right? Yeah, I mean, it's still morally questionable, but in terms yes. of, you know, yeah, it's, 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 it's more of a grey area. Now, this is where I kind of feel we, we might disagree, but we might agree, we'll see. Because I said, you know, the time couldn't be better because Kathy broke up with Joey, so Chana doesn't have to say a word, right? Because now Chana does kind of ruin it all. Uh, because apparently Kathy is into some other guy, and Chana tells Joey that the other guy is him and then spills the beans about kissing her. Now, obviously, Joey's, Joey is annoyed now. You know, Chana was over the line, etc. I kind of feel like Chana shouldn't have said anything. He had to, because it, the issue isn't he kissed Kathy. The issue is he betrayed Joey. So when people feel guilty about things, the only way to assuage guilt for the most part is to be forgiven. So if, if he had, like, in terms of could him and Kathy work out and where's that going to go? Like, yes, he doesn't have to tell mention to Joey because he can, you know, oh, look, I can avoid the confrontation now and just start dating Kathy and everything's hunky-dory. But Chandler's going to be sat there, you know, on an evening with Kathy or chatting to Joey or whatever, and he's going to be like, Joey doesn't know. It's, it's about what Chandler did, not about Kathy. Because my question now will be to you, is it okay to lie? No. Is it ever okay to lie? No. Depends on context. Like, but over because it's not really a lie it's an omission it, it it is but i like i kind of think sometimes that it is okay to lie if it's going to spare someone's feelings and not make things worse for them and yeah. uh, and i feel in this case you know the the breakup has happened so quickly that if chandler and kathy didn't say anything to joey he would be none the wiser and he would carry on with his life and be happy and their friendship would be better and yes chandler and kathy will feel this guilt through them at the same time, by doing this, he, you know, he's going to ruin the friendship. And I know you're going to argue back saying, well, you know, he, that makes him kind of a, a crappy friend. But at the same time, does making, just telling someone like the truth, you know, does that make it better than them being ignorant to the truth? Well, because it's, it's, it's selfish, but the Chandler wants rid of the guilt. He wants forgiveness. He, he's telling him because... I don't know if he's, he's doing it for the guilt, though. I wonder if he's just doing it because he feels like it's the right thing to do. Yeah, but it, it is the right thing to do, but it's also going to relieve his guilt. Like, he feels terrible. That's what he, he fundamentally tells Joey. If he didn't feel guilty, he wouldn't tell him. So do, do you think Kathy is a bit in the wrong then by saying, oh, there's just some other guy I like, and not saying the reason? Or do you think... That kind of makes it worse because she's breaking up a friendship. If I she think tells. if Kathy had told, I don't know, it's awkward with Kathy because it's two mates who are obviously really, really, really close and they're best friends. So and we live together. She, yeah, she'd be, she'd be the person causing them bigger damage, I guess, by telling the story. But technically, from the fact she's dating Joey, even though they're not exclusive, she, she kind of owes Joey that on a basic respect level, but at the same time, by her being the one to deliver the news, it would make the situation much worse for Joey and Chandler. So Kathy not saying anything, while morally dubious, a bit of grey area, I understand why she didn't. But then Chandler has to do it because he's got the closer relationship to Joey. Because, you know, Joey realises why all the stuff has been bought and it's all tainted by his betrayal, which is, like, really hurtful. Well, yeah, like, I mean, like... It, Again, it isn't about Kathy. Kathy could no. be Casey or Sandra or Jane or Claire or any one of the women Joey dates. It's, it's the fact that his friend kissed his girlfriend that he's upset, not who the girlfriend was. Now, I need to add a twist to this then. We need to go back to the start of the episode no. where Joey says, we're non-exclusive. I'm seeing Casey. Now, I kind of think Joey goes over the top of this. Like, he goes, oh, this is all betrayal. And it's like, well, yeah, but a minute ago, you was on another date with another woman. Like, yeah, okay, what I've done is kind of bad. At the same time, you were non-exclusive, so why is it okay for you to, you know, go on other dates and not Kathy? Even if it is me, what's the issue? Because if it was another guy, would he be okay with that? 
the like kind of rules is written like yeah like <laughs> joey has no right to be upset because of the whole casey situation yeah but because it is his friend it muddies the water a bit and it, it's not the same principle because it yeah it just, it just hits different yeah i i i I'm not going to say Joey's in the wrong. He's not in the wrong here. But at the same time, I don't think he has any right to be as upset as he is. And certainly what he does to Chandler in the next episode, considering he was fine having other dates. So why is it not okay for Kathy to have other dates? I don't, I don't think you can go, oh, she can date any men that are not, fr- not friends with me. Well, it's Because like, uh, you're either dating someone or you're not. It, it's, it's kind of you need to take Kathy out of the situation, though. It's not about can Kathy date other men? Because obviously Joey isn't going to care if Kathy dates half of New York. It's because it's, and it's not even that Kathy dated someone else. I don't think Joey would be upset. It's that Chandler kissed Kathy. It's, it's the, it's the role of his friend. that's the issue in the betrayal, not the, not Kathy. He's not mad at Kathy. He's mad at Chandler. Yeah. I, I understand that, but I don't think he can be mad that Chandler did that when he knows that they're not in a non-exclusive relationship. So should he, it's fine. I mean, Kinda, I mean, you make a compelling point, but it it does emotionally hit different. Like, like I I get your point of what you're saying. Like, it's because he knows who who it is. Like, if if you found out that your partner had had an affair or kissed someone, it would be upsetting. You found out that it was with me. That's worse because she's betrayed you. I've betrayed you. Double well, betrayal. Well, it's, it's almost like you know the you see online and on TV where people have open relationships and they're like, yeah, we we decide to have an open relationship and you know the. My my wife, she's meeting all these people, and I've met no one, and they kind of feel bad about it. Like, well, you agree to an open relationship. You can't, you can't say one thing, but then kind of want the other at the same time. I think Joey's doing it. He's like, you know, it's non-exclusive. She can she can go with whoever she wants because that's what I'm doing. But she can't go with you, Chandler, because you're my friend. And I get it. Like, but he, I th- but I think it's you're still putting it on like what Kathy Cannon can't do. I it's know, not about but what Kathy Cannon can't do, I, it's about what Chandler did. I feel like Chandler, if he said to Joey, like, "Hey, me and Kathy want to get together," is that okay? I feel like if Joey then then went no, like that's bad. But at the same time, like, yes, Chandler probably should have said something first. At the same time, you know, Chandler does have an out. He has told Joey exactly how he feels about Kathy. Many times, yes. inclu- included one time directly to his face, very loudly, and Joey just ignored it. <laughs> he, did, he did just ignore it. I mean, it, it is a tough one. I, I guess, you know, if you're going to learn a lesson from the show, is if you realise you've got feelings for your friend's new partner, tell your friend as soon as you realise and let them deal with it that way. Yeah, you should totally tell your friend, you know, like as soon as possible that you've got feelings for their new partner and not let it develop to the point where you're in love and emailing the the grandchildren of an author to get her a present. Like Chandler knew he was into Kathy way before it ever went that far. Now, I think when they were about to kiss, I think Chandler should have said to, to Kathy, you need to break it off now. Now, imagine if she, in, you know, future world, just texts Joe going, hi there, I don't think we should be together anymore. Could they have then kissed and got together? Yes, but it would have been really poor form for Kathy to do that over text. Ignoring that. Um, then, yeah. She phoned him. Well, I don't know. No, I still feel like Chandler would need to run it by Joey. I think so as well. Like, he, like if, you, if you broke up with a girl and, you know, me and, and them got together, I feel like I would have to say, like, look, is this okay? Like, are you going to... Same with, like, Ross and, and Charlie and Rachel and all that. Like, is this okay? Like, are you going to be okay if yeah, like, this happens? If you're not, like, I need to figure out, you know, what is okay then? Yeah, like, your actions are going to potentially hurt your friend. Yeah. So you kind of, because you're causing that pain, you owe it to them to run it by them. And then if they obviously have any massively unreasonable reaction, that's that's not your fault. Like, no. you know, oh, look, I've, me, me and your ex want to get together because of whatever reason we fought yeah. each other. I'm just letting you know. Because you're not asking for permission, you're just telling them. Yes. So if, if I then was like, oh my God, Mark, how could you? I never want to do it. The podcast is over. Like, that's that's my choice. Um, but the rest, you know, you're not in the wrong t- to tell me because... Well, well, Ryan, if that ever happens, uh, I've already sent you, and we might do this at some point, uh, the, the chat GPT um, logs where I asked the, the AI to create a, a show for us featuring me and Ryan. Yep. And it uh, was fairly accurate. It, it, even, it even managed to make sure, and I don't know how it did this, to put an incorrect fact in <laughs> from you. 
So I think I think we we're going to read that in future. So yeah, I don't have much worry about uh, getting with one of your your future exes and you quitting the podcast in, in Fury. I mean, I only have two proper exes and one's married and the other one's a lesbian. <laughs> Sounds like a challenge. That's a, it's a pretty, it's a pretty, pretty far on. Yeah. But um, yeah, this, this is a difficult one. Like I, I kind of feel like Joey, like a lot of the time in friends, they, they have these kind of arguments and I feel, I feel Joey's over the top. I understand he's hurt, but it's not a betrayal. I feel like that's too harsh. Like, yeah, you, you can be upset and annoyed, but at the same time, like, you, you can't be like, oh, you know, it's okay for me to date other people, but not Chandler to date my, you know, person I'm seeing. So, no, I think, I, I think I get, when I get it's someone ways. that close to you, it, it's a grey area, it's tricky. It's emotionally. Uh, so, yeah, I, I wonder what our podcast listeners think. You can write to us at contact at watchingfriends.com and let us know. Or join the Patreon, let us know there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we then end up in the after credits and Ross is back with his music. But he's lost it. It sounds the same as normal, uh, but Phoebe knows. Um, but you know, she's she's now ready to 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 perform and follow after Ross because that was a terrible performance. So yeah, she's definitely going to be up she's for fine, that. Yep. Um, Ross didn't lose it though. He was being a good friend for Phoebe and played badly on purpose. How sweet! I I did like the way he's like, you know, oh, I played badly, and uh, Rachel and Monica were like, oh, what the whole time. He's like, no, no, no just, 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 just the one song. He's like, like I could lose it. <laughs> yeah, like it sounded the same as all the, all the rest, really to be honest. Um, yeah, I, I really like this episode. I, I love all of Ross's music and songs. I love, you know, whenever Ross kind of like gets his nerdy side out and he doesn't care because there's a lot of times where he's like, yeah, I'm saying nerdy things, but I don't want to because you guys are going to say something. But this time he's like, no, this is my sound and I'm really proud of it i like it when he's like that i mean it's, yeah it's nice that he's, he's got confidence in something because you know normally he's confident about dinosaurs and that's about it and then you know all the stuff with um kathy and chandler yeah i think a lot of people probably had similar experiences to that in their life in some some form um i i guess it's when when friends isn't just joke 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 and there is some more heart and serious, seriousness to it that's when i kind of really enjoy the show like yeah. it's it's got to have the humor in there. You can't just have a serious episode. That's not fun. It has to jump between something really absurd like Ross and his sound, and then the seriousness of like Chandler. And certainly, I I think Matthew Perry like does a fantastic job acting. And mm-hmm. it's it's not something I ever really thought about when watching the the show before of like how good each actor is. I've just just enjoyed their performances and just took it for what it was. But Doing this show, I realise actually their performances are actually way better than they're given credit for a lot of the time. Yeah, they are. I mean, I think it's one of those things where like people kind of discredit comedy acting as as you know not real acting because it's not it's drama. Easy. Yeah, but I mean, there's there's a lot of the like drama in Friends is very intense. Like some of the subject matter they touch on over the years is is very. You know, I mean, look when you when Monica and Chandler find out that they're not going to be able to conceive a child themselves. Like that's a really, really heavy conversation and a heavy topic. And I guess in the the betrayal, you know, you have all that. It's it's kind of the edges taken off with Joey going. You know, I I made that in the in the baking for you, and that there's a laugh there to just like, ease it a bit. And I guess if they didn't do that, it might be better in some ways. Mm. But then it wouldn't be a funny comedy show. No. Um, but yeah, I, I really do appreciate like how well everyone acts like and is really believable. Like I but be, yeah, as you said in the previous episode, like you believe the relationship between uh Chandler and Kathy. Yeah, totally. And you know, maybe more so than, than Monica and Chandler. Like that almost seems like a joke, and I think it was a joke. It's meant to be like a one episode thing and then back to normal again that yeah. they then carried on. Whereas this, you know, feels like oh it could be the start of a relationship and, and stuff. I agree, yeah. So yeah, another fantastic episode. I'm really enjoying season four. Um, I can't even remember really much what happens in the middle. So I'm looking forward to, to what's next. But like the, the next episode is another classic one in the box. It is. It's great. Um, so yeah, it's going to be a fun time. Yep. And it just makes me sad because I would much rather see, you know, as I said, Phoebes and David end up together and Chandler and Kathy end up together. I do think you have some weird choices at times though. Because you've got, you've got Joey and the... Julian Celtic lady. Uh, Kathy and Chandler. I don't know if that would have made a a great show, but yeah, they make a nice couple, I guess. Hey, forget like comedic sitcom situational things. I just want like for happiness of romance. Maybe we should do a Patreon episode where we 
where we discuss our fantasy relationships of who should have ended up with who, even if it would have been really boring. Rachel and Gunther. <laughs> no, that would have been actually kind of interesting, I think. Yep. Um, but yeah, thank you for in- sticking with us for another episode. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, as always, you can write to us at contact at watchingfriends.com or you can use the contact form on the website if you want to. Uh, let us know what you think of this episode or us or just friends stuff in general. Uh, you know, give us your feedback, give us a question, give us a fact. Who cares? Yeah, let us know. Always happy to hear from you. You can always join us on Patreon, like our other patrons, uh, at patreon.com forward slash watching friends, where you can help support us to produce this podcast and you can get exclusive bonus content as well. Uh, imagine that. Imagine paying for some bonus content and being the only person who pays for it. So you're basically getting a podcast made for you. That's, that, that, that's almost what our patrons like. In fact, I think it is maybe for one of the patrons. I think maybe one or two of them are getting a podcast made just for them. Fair. Imagine that. We're not making it for thousands of people, just you. Yeah, give us a topic and we'll do it. We can do that too, yeah. yeah, yeah we, you we can always... suggest the topic and we will literally dedicate the episode to you yeah. on Patreon and the other patrons can sit there and, and be like, oh my God, that's this person's episode. That's only £5. That's less than a, a Starbucks or you know, two miles of fuel. Or heating your home for the for the day. Yeah. I mean, it should be Friends-related, but I'll go off on the tangents. If you want to hear more about everyone tangent, give us the money. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's actually £50 for a Ryan tangent. They're, they're that, that worth that much. Um, I've given away for free this whole you, time. You have been, yes. <laughs> uh, you can also find us on Twitter and Facebook at WatchFriendsPod. Um, and you can also leave us reviews wherever you listen to this podcast. Um, probably iTunes. That's where it's it's iTunes. Up. It's not 2006. It's Apple Podcasts. Oh, Apple Podcasts. No, no one calls it that. <laughs> Apple call it that. Yeah, they do. But no one, no one else does. It's still an iPod. Um, but yeah. So thank you very much. We will be back again next week. Can't wait to do that episode. Indeed. Cheerio. Goodbye.